Hey guys, Matt from Back Yourself Fitness here with my special guest today, Sam from Back Yourself Fitness. Very special. <laughs> Very special. Third appearance on the Back Yourself podcast, mate. Um, I can call you a regular now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Lifetime member. Um, there's one thing we need to do before we begin. We are sitting here at 11 o'clock on the 18th of December, 321. Oh, oh, yes. Jesus, Welcome to cool. the Back Yourself Fitness Christmas party for the trainers. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. 2020, we made it. So the podcast today, it is going to be a different way of approaching the podcast. It's not going to be sit down and uh, go through the questions that I usually throw at everyone that I have on or topics that I want to talk about. I want to take this time to reflect for for both myself and Sam on the year, the past 12, the calendar 12 months that we've had um, from December through to December, um, <laughs> the last six months, the last three months, like take your pick. It's been hectic. Um, we're both, well, I know I'm very ordinary at reflecting on things. Um, I don't know how you go. Yeah, I'm probably pretty bad as well. We are. Uh, we. I, th- I feel like we're definitely like cool. What's next? What's next? And we're very driven because obviously running your own business, you have to be. Um, so what I've done for this podcast is I've gone through and pieced together, well, just some key points from the past year. I'm going to throw some questions at Sam and vice versa, and then what we've both done is we've jotted questions down. I've got my hat here, my pinhead hat. Um, and I've cut up all the questions that we've had and they're in the hat and we're just going to pick them out at random and ask questions. Now, I can't really remember the questions that I wrote down because it's December and my brain's had enough. Um, I couldn't tell you the questions that Sam wrote down either. So we're going to be feeling it out as if we are the guests on the podcast. So we're getting double pay today. Uh, before we jump into the podcast, um, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to every business that we've been involved with this year. Um, that's both as the podcast and as Back Yourself Fitness. So be it Chew Nutrition or LST Services or Stay Local Barbershop or who else have we got? Um, Praxis Physio. Uh, anyone that I'm forgetting, like I'm just kind of spitballing, but thank you to all the businesses um, who have either come on the podcast or we've worked together or shared, even just sharing posts or whatever the case may be. Um, it's been fun and I look forward to continuing that relationship that we have created um, over the past year. Before diving into our last 12 months, I want to start off by saying everyone's had a rough go this year. That That's cool. Uh, this is not us going, hey, listen to how tough we've had it. It's. I feel like there is a guilt associated with expressing how you've traveled in the past 12 months and I feel like it's always a case of, oh, you think you've had it bad? Well, listen to this. Now, I'll say this to Sam and I'll say this to anyone listening. It's, it's, don't feel guilty about, you're essentially grieving for you know, the experience, some experience that you've had through the year and there's no, like, you can't compare apples and oranges. You can't go, oh, well, imagine being that person. Now I feel bad for complaining or being down about our situation so if you are listening to this it's okay to essentially grieve on things that have happened through the year it it could be minuscule in the big scheme things but for you that could be a decent sized thing now i see people um voice their opinions on facebook whenever there's a new restriction eased or whatever and you're never going to please anyone 
Um, so I wouldn't expect everyone to listen to this and go, well, that's, that's your problem kind of thing. You know, this is our chance as, as two trainers and two businessmen to go, hey, this is what's actually happened and it's, it's a second for us to decompress. So um, we're going to take you inside our minds and pull back the curtain. I've said that a few times across the episodes. Pull back the curtain on what fuck we're actually thinking through the year and the, the unknown and all that shit. But we'll come to that when we get to it. Have another sip before we begin. <laughs> so the timeline for Back Yourself Fitness. December 2019, our annual eight-week challenge finished. So that's our big challenge of the year. We did the awards as normal. We did the awards uh, presentation at the Astley Studio. Um, put on a barbecue, had a couple of drinks in the Arvo. Happy days. Everyone's high-fiving. Can't wait for 20 to 20. Uh, for, wait for 2020. Uh, we told both client bases that the plan for 2020 was we're going to merge both gyms uh, mid-year. And from the outset, that was your and my, um, I guess, mindset. And that was our goal. And we, we set our eyes on it. It was our eyes on the prize. And then every day that it didn't really happen, it was kind of like, fuck, I'm sick of this place. Like, yeah. I can only talk from my perspective. Like, how are you feeling? Like, when we went, cool, let's merge. Yeah, I was, um, I was obviously very excited and super keen to to move to the new place and i think as soon as we had that that goal it, yeah it kind of i started thinking like you like i was so keen on you know what what new place is going to look like and how we're going to run things and um and yeah every day just kind of dragged on because we, we were so i was so far thinking into the future and mm. i think i kind of got ahead of myself but um yeah it was definitely a challenge i think leading up to it and just being like two excitable little boys just wanting, yeah, for wanting sure. a bigger playground and a bigger gym. Mm. Um, so it was a long time coming, I think, when we finally got the keys and we, like Matt was obviously, for those listening, he was obviously the one in charge of everything and looking at everything. But for me, I felt just as, you know, keen to go and check out the places and for sure. we got turned down a few times and it was just like a kick in the guts every time. Yep. And I think that the one we ended up finding was kind of took us by surprise a little bit hey eh? like we yeah i remember the day we went there and yeah i kind of i think when we both walked into the new gym and, and the real estate agent was there and we, i don't know i just had a really good feeling about it and because he tried to put like the our current place the real estate agent from like months before was like i've got this place it's in virginia and i was like nah not keen not mm. interested mm. boom 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 and he's like okay fair enough let's keep looking and then he came back. He's like, like they're willing to play ball kind of thing and just come and check it out. And we kind of caved. Well, sorry, I kind of caved to that idea. And yeah, we both walked in. And was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I never forget that afternoon because we we had the chat with him, and then he was like, all right, like, well, you know, go to the paperwork, and I'll get back to you guys. And I just remember you and I sitting out the front on top of our cars, just being like, wow, like this is this is happening. And yeah, exactly. It was like this new chapter is about to begin, and it was crazy. We've gone from. Just, I don't want to say turning and spinning our wheels, but it's like, oh, I really want this to happen too. Okay, it's happening. Let, let, yeah. Let's go. Um, yeah. There, those couple of places that we had a look at, we looked around. Like we had an idea of, or I had an idea of where I wanted the business to be because we wanted it to be close enough to both studios. Um, so the client bases weren't like, oh, it's too far away. We, don't, we didn't want to completely change our demographic. We wanted it to be as easily accessible to our clients as possible. Um we, the places we looked at look 
in hindsight, we would have been forcing. We would have forced back yourself fitness to work. Yeah. Where we are now, um, I believe the potential is massive. Mm. Still is. Yeah. The, some of the places that we checked out, it was, um, okay, we can probably do this, this, this. But in my mind, I was looking at, are we going to be capped at any point? Mm by the space or the, the building or whatever the case yeah. may be. But this new place is literally yeah. 10 times the size of your studio, your, the Aspie yeah. studio. Like mathematically, it's 10 times the size. Like, yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Um, we found a location. We high-fived. Do you remember this? The, yeah. the CrossFit gym yeah, we looked yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. We found this place and... We're like, cool, it's already been a gym. This is it. The, the amenities are there. You can see where they've had equipment already drilled into the walls. So we're like, yep, sweet. We're literally going to put our equipment straight there. Bathroom, showers, the whole kit and caboodle. I signed a lease, or the lease, sent it off to the owner. Sweet, waiting for a reply. And they pulled out last minute. So for some reason, the owner pulled out and we were both like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? And like, I pursued it like... I said, okay, but what if what if we did this? And the real estate agent was like, nah, like it, it's it, it's gone. Mm. Like don't 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 even waste your time, kind of thing. It's like fuck, right? And then it was back to the drawing board. Mm. Then two weeks later, COVID hits. So if I had gone through and signed that lease, we would have signed a lease to open a brand new business. Two weeks later, we would have been told to close. Like that's. That's fucking hectic. Yeah. That, that's, that's two, 2020 could have been completely, completely different. Like from a mental health point of view, yeah. financially, like it could, it could have been a real shit show. Yeah. Um, I've never experienced, and I'm assuming you're the same, I've never experienced a situation where the government's come out on a Sunday night and said, right, tomorrow, these things can't operate. Yeah. And you're just like, what the... F-? I, there was just... Facebook was in meltdown. Yeah. You know, any other social media platform. The, the Channel 9 website was in meltdown. Like, everyone's like, what does this mean? And yeah. I was one of those people that was looking for loopholes. Like, how can we still operate? And I remember watching old mate ScoMo do his announcement. And I was like, I'm fine. We're fine. Because we're not a gym. Yeah. Like... We are a personal training studio. We are totally fine. And I like I was telling myself that. Yeah. And I like I relayed that information to you. And, yeah. Uh, but it was such a gray area too, because there was such a difference between a gym and what we did. And we're not really a gym, we're a private studio. So no one really answered us for exactly weeks. And we were kind of like in this gray area. Yeah. And in hindsight, if you really think about it. Like Brackenridge was a hundred square meters with a maximum of two people in there. Yeah. Aspley was fifty square meters with a maximum of two people in there. Aspley's open air. Exactly. Yeah. Brackenridge was closed, but there's only two people in the space. It's like how much difference between inside and outside was there really? Mm. Now I'm an advocate for we're never we're not gonna know how this whole COVID thing, like how lockdowns actually worked until it's passed. Until we have hindsight, we're not gonna know. Yeah. But I remember uh, frustration. I remember, yeah, you were mad. <laughs> I was fucking annoyed. Like, <laughs> this is something that I've worked, like, this is my baby and I've worked on it now for seven years. And how dare you come in and tell me like, I can't yeah. operate? 
do you remember the Facebook? There's a Facebook page, and you you replied to someone's comment, and I just remember you were like fuming. On yeah. these things you're like you just weren't accepting it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like oh, on Fitness Australia. Yeah, Fitness Australia is a fucking joke. <laughs> and all the like all the keyboard warriors were out there with opposing opinions and this and that, and I was having no bar of it because I was of the opinion that you know show me show me why we are a risk um i know tattoo artists felt the same you could say the same for pick a profession you know what i mean i would hate to own a cafe or a nightclub mm. jesus nightclubs are only just getting back to some form of normality now um but we had two options we had we could sulk or we could adapt yep <clears throat> that's what we did yeah and i like we saw we saw both we saw some people that were tools down, this is bullshit, world's against me. And we saw people that went, okay, what can we do to still operate? And that's what we did. We're like, cool, we're moving straight to parks. You yeah. know, you you were already running a boot camp from the park you were operating from. Yeah. And we also had the added advantage of having two complete studios to take equipment from. So I was chopping and changing equipment. Like I had an outdoor studio kind of set up. Like I'd take the deadlift bar down, the roller was down there, all the weights yeah. and stuff. That's where I think like comparatively to a trainer at Good Life or Fitness First, we were actually so lucky for sure. having our own equipment and you know, there were PTs that would have dreamed of having what we had because we, we could yeah, be dynamic and we could move to the park and I don't know about you, but I was, I was excited. I was like, you know, this is something new. I'm going to be training everyone out of the park mm. and I don't know how long for, but yeah, I was really excited and um, I just remember putting all the weights and dumbbells and stuff oh, in my car. The worst. <laughs> and then, yeah. And every then, corner you go around, every speed bump, you forget you have a tray yeah. full of gym equipment. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, I mean, speaking from my own perspective, I thought it was a good experience. And I think, you know, there were days where you'd be out in the park and it would be raining or the mosquitoes would get oh, you. Man. But yeah. I know all my clients that came with me and trained, like it was, it was a good time and there's something something nice about it and I think it kind of makes you appreciate having a gym once for sure you're back in the gym but, yeah look you know. we went from being I hate these four walls to get me back inside yeah. to that space and to echo what you said it was a nice little change up yeah once the sun, like there was that sweet spot in the morning and the afternoon that was just like getting to watch the sun come up as yeah. you're training clients Training clients in the dark is, is like using street, like the park lamps and stuff yeah. like that. That was a bit, how you doing? And the mozzies, once the sun went down, was a bit shit. But yeah, yeah that sweet spot of afternoon or watching the sun come up awesome. and training people. Yeah, it, it made you think. It made you get out of your comfort zone. Mm. I know, I, I don't know, I can't speak for you, but where I was, I'd see other trainers come down and they would have a skipping rope. Yeah. And they were like training clients, doing runs and skips and body weight this and body weight that. So yeah. we were pretty spoiled. Yeah, I had the Prowler in my car, which weighs like 45 kilos. And then I had probably 15 dumbbells, six kettlebells, three or four medicine balls, a battle rope, and that stuff just stayed in my car for like two months. <laughs> yeah, I hear. Mate, the inside of my tray was like multicolored from the kettlebells because like, yeah. I got a white tray, like all the blue and the yellow yeah. and the pink scuffs just from forgetting it was in there. Yeah. And that, but that was just life for us. Like, I can't even remember how long we were outside for. It was a while. It was a four to six weeks, maybe. Yeah, it was at least, I'd say it was at least six. Yeah. Like, I can't even, pff, where's this year gone, number one? But I can't even tell you how long we're outside. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, outside training people for. Um, once we got back inside, it was it was like, oh man, this is so nice to be back inside. And yeah. Even going back in, there was that apprehensive, can we go back in? I know you were second guessing being back inside. Yeah, massively. I had signs up in the windows because where I was was glass shop frontage. So everyone walking past would stop and have a look. And I was mm. like, fuck, is this going to be the person that rings the council? Yeah. And, you know, you just, the unknown, the unknown was a killer, I think. Yeah. And it got to a point where every time you'd turn the TV on or every time you would jump on Facebook or whatever, you're looking for a negative. Yeah, everything it's, is you, negative. You're not looking for. What's the good news? There was no good news through that whole stretch. It's like yep. 17 more cases today. Uh, lockdowns increasing or this and that. Okay, lockdowns ease, but these things can't go back to work. Like it was, there was no positive. So it was very hard to stay mentally switched on in that run. Like, because we essentially, I know I essentially halved how many sessions I was doing yep. per week, just, you know, out of people dropping out or. The new location was too far, like being in the parks and... And I think just on that note, like that's, for me, that kind of became a bit of a, a focus with the sessions during that time, like, because I think it's easy to switch into that mode of talking about the negative and mm. being, you know, asking clients, you know, if they know anyone that's gotten sick and you start talking about COVID out of conversation. And then I think one of my clients was like, came in and he, like, he just said he didn't want to talk at all about COVID. He mm. just wanted that whole session he just wanted to not think about it and that yeah. was kind of like an eye-opener for me i was like right you know fair enough these people are coming to me at the park for half an hour yeah. you know the rest of the world is talking about covid let's just focus on being positive and and not this then it kind of became this thing after like three or four weeks i honestly don't think i'd even spoke to anyone about it and yeah it just you know, i just went about doing what i could and once we got in that routine the first couple of weeks were definitely like fucking what's going yeah. on but once you're in that routine and like because let's be honest we weren't picking up new clients necessarily no. so it's the same faces and they were pretty much our regular crew so we got a good relationship with all them and yeah like you said you just got to go cool that's like it's happening let's yep. there's there's other shit going on let's talk about it yeah um yeah so got back inside found our new location and then we just started rolling we, we like in four weeks I signed, so we inspected. Four weeks later, lease was signed. Both gyms were closed. Both gyms were merged. We were operating out of one space in four weeks without having to close trade. And me and my girlfriend moved into a new house. Exactly. Yeah. And that's in here as well. Like we had our own stuff going on. You you, you moved house. So you, not only were you cleaning and um prepping i guess you'd say a studio to close and open you were doing the same in living arrangements throw uni on top of that mm. as well like how how did that go bro <laughs> how did you juggle that was yeah definitely the heart one of the most stressful periods of the whole year let alone my whole life i'd say and yeah i, I kind of never had that challenge of having to juggle so many things and i think there was one day where we were at home doing a massive bond clean and then that afternoon we went to the studio and cleaned the studio and scrubbed the walls. Oh, yeah. And I was just a, an expert at scrubbing walls for about two or three weeks. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, uni was the challenge as well. I think that was around end of the first semester so as assignments and uni's, uni's ruthless. They don't really care. Like assignments due and assignments due. And, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely stressed and, you know, yeah, um, 
I think, um, yeah, like to be totally honest, I, I struggled during that period and, um, yeah, I think, I think just focusing on one thing at a time, something that I learned from that, like trying, (laughs) trying to focus on one thing and, and, um, not getting overwhelmed, but yeah, it was, it was definitely hard Mm. and, um, managed to pass uni and get it all done. And, um, I think, you know, being a student and working full time for everyone that does it, obviously it's hard and it's a massive challenge, um, but I think, I think there's there's like a, a secret to it, and for me, it was not spending more time at uni that I needed to. It was yeah. just get in, get it done, go back to work, um, and same thing with work. You know, do the best job I could when I'm there, but then you know, it might meant sacrificing not training myself or yeah. you know not. Did those did those time restrictions actually become positive? Like, because we work split shifts, did did it make like okay i've only got two hours to do uni work yeah 100 percent um because yeah i mean if you're a pt it's very easy to slip into that you know i'll finish at 10 a.m i don't start till 4 p.m i'll go home and do nothing Mm. or chill out or you know watch some tv but yeah this year was for me it was yeah go home straight into uni have a coffee two three hours of watching a boring lecture and Mm. yeah try and do bits here and there and um i think my productivity got got better and better because it had to and yeah, I think one of my, I think, yeah, someone told me, um, it was like, you know, a good old piece of advice. Like if, if you've got to do it and you'll find a way to do it and that's kind of, that's, that's how it worked this year. Like, yeah, there's no choice. Just all the, all the parents doing homeschooling and working. Exactly. Like it's shit. It, it's okay. You got to do it. Like, yeah. You'll find a way. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's shit. And it's definitely a change of pace. It'll just happen. Yeah. Like if you make it happen, it'll happen. Yeah. Um. So, in that four weeks, we didn't have to. Did you end up? I can't remember. Did you end up closing Aspley for any days? Um. Oh, I think in the the last few days I did. Yeah. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. I, I don't think it was a long time though. It was. Yeah, it was a matter of like three or four days, I think. Yeah, Aspley's like to keep putting in perspective for everyone. The Aspley Studio is forty-seven square meters, and it's like big enough for one of everything. So once you take the chin-up bar, there's no chin-up bar. Once you take the bike, there's no bike. So your luxury of oh, I can still kind of train people out of here <laughs> takes a hit. Yeah, and I like for Bracken Ridge, it was Bracken Ridge was twice the size, um, so I had double up double ups of some equipment and that Wednesday morning I did my last lot of sessions of four square meters of rubber tiles three kettlebells uh, and like the bar like it was minimalist and then that Wednesday afternoon we were operating out of the new the new studio like there was like blink and you'll miss it and we started and the floor wasn't finished tiled the mirrors weren't up fans weren't up like floor hadn't been painted had the floor been painted? I can't remember I don't think so like it was just not half a space, but me being the perfectionist that I am, I was like, this is not finished. Fuck, yeah. we need to get this done now kind yeah. of thing. So, but yeah, four weeks, we went from having two studios to having one. Um, we decided against running our challenge that we usually would, that we ran 12 months prior, purely because with the unknown of COVID, you didn't want to start, I didn't want to start something and then have to stop. Um, plus the move was hectic enough and like, even now, we are, we're still rebuilding. Like, yeah. we've gone through pandemic like everyone else, 
but we've also gone through moving our business. And when you're a, a appointment-based business, um, you know how many appointments you have is how well you're doing that week. So mm. we it was if we'd put a challenge on our books, um, I believe it would have been too mentally taxing yeah. for you and myself. Way too much. And I don't think our clients would have got the best out of it. And even to, towards the end of the year, you can see the motivation in, in people that we train. Just maybe it's more niggled injuries or just mentally like, fuck, I need a break. Yeah. You know, so I don't think it would have been beneficial from our perspective or the client's perspective yeah. if we'd run a challenge. Um, in November or November, we did our usual challenge and I'm proud to say that we, uh, we raised the most money that we've ever raised before. So in a shit year, we still managed to raise the most money that we've ever raised before, which Karen. is... It, which is, you know, showing that people still want to do good and there isn't that selfishness all the time. Um, for those who don't know, every dollar we raised, um, Sam did a pull-up for and I pushed the weight sled uh, 10 metres and we raised, uh, in total, once it was all done and dusted, it was like 2,645 yeah, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But on the on the final day of actually taking donations for, for reps, we were at 2,339. So that's a... Like an heap of reps that we did and we knocked it over and here we are one week out from Christmas and I remember thinking, shit, once November's done, we're in December and that's the that's the year toasted. Yeah. Uh, on the, Well, that's 12 months of Back Yourself Fitness laid out. Uh, on top of that, we've already touched on, you were uni, you were moving house. We were both dealing with painful landlords, be it personally yeah. or professionally. Um it was like we had a lot going on. You said it best though. Like if it's something to be done, you just got to get it done. Yeah. Um, firstly, I guess a question that I want to throw to you is come the end of 2020, how do you feel? Honestly, don't, don't sugarcoat it all. Yeah, uh, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> totally fucked. And um, yeah, I think mentally and, and physically, I don't think I've ever felt this fatigued. Um, and as you know, as a you know PT, you don't really, you don't really get a chance to be off. Like you've got to be on all the time. And I think for me, that's something I definitely was a challenge trying to be positive throughout the whole year. And you know, I think um, you know, you kind of get to the end of the year, and and, and I'm finding it a lot harder to stay positive and and keep myself um, going and myself motivated to train and everything. But to be honest, like I'm, I'm happy and I'm, I'm super stoked with everything that we we've done this year, because um, it was, yeah, it was a hard year and um, grateful for everything that happened and all my clients, you know, because it was hard for them as well and they all stuck with me and this year I've had more clients and more business than ever before and managed to finish uni with pretty decent marks. So for me, it's yeah, absolute tiredness but also kind of a weird sense of accomplishment that like and i i guarantee everyone i guarantee we'll see this flood of shit on on instagram and facebook and be like even though 2020 sucked look at what i actually yeah. achieved like even if you didn't actually like physically achieve anything like oh you didn't have to move house or whatever if you were a parent doing homeschooling you managed to work your normal job and educate your children at the same time yeah amazing without having to stop so that's an achievement itself. You didn't have a mental breakdown. Yeah. If you did have a mental breakdown, yeah. you're on the other side of it. Like <laughs> there are actual, if you look hard enough, we can really glass half full 2020. Yeah. yeah. And 
yes, I am aware that there's going to be people out there and be like, oh, well, my family lives in blah, 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 and I still can't go and see it. And all I want to do is, hey, one thing I've realized, and this may be one of my answers to some of these questions coming up, is you just got to roll with the punches. Like, yeah. no one has ever seen this before, mm. be it restrictions or travel restrictions or businesses closing, reopening, life being put on hold or yeah. and like everyone's got their own horror stories from the past 12 months. Yeah. And everyone's been, you know, everyone's been affected in different ways and you mm. know, whether you own a business or you're an employee or you're a mum, you know, doesn't matter. You've been, everyone's been affected and dealt a different hand and dealt the same hand. And mm. I think, um, I think everyone's reaction that I know has been, yeah, it's hard, but, you know, get through it and that's what's, that's what's happened. Yeah. And like I, I said, <laughs> I said before, you can't really compare apples and oranges, but there was that part of me sometimes when, if I'm being brutally honest, be it friends or partner or clients who were like complaining about working from home, I was like, mate, you get holiday pay and you get leave and sick days and like for you and me Mm. and every other pt out there like and small business for that like if we're not working we're not getting paid yeah so when i say like our client or our session per week kind of halved that our income halved as well like there were some pretty hectic kind of thought patterns through the like six months you know what i mean um do you remember what you were thinking when restrictions were first introduced that sunday when old mate first announced it all um, I think the, the ignorance in me was kind of like, yeah, this is cool. Like I get to go in the park and, you know, try something different. Mm. And yeah. Like being naive, I, I was excited in a way, but then probably didn't quite realize how challenging that was going to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a mixture of yeah excitement and being a bit scared. Yeah. But I always knew that we'd had loyal clients and for sure we weren't going to be without any income and we'd find a way to still train people and yeah, yeah. I, I, we didn't have any rain days like it didn't rain at all did it not at all yeah, yeah so we, we were lucky with that yeah like it's probably the best time of year to be outside at a park yeah we, uh, like the mornings maybe throw a jumper on but once that sun comes up yeah everything's dewy whatever but yeah sometimes you'd like have to deal with randoms coming around or mozzies or like yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a homeless person You're like, i actually fuck? funnily enough in a positive way i actually had i think i had five um, yeah five or six clients actually start up with me because they walked past yeah right and they were like hey what are you doing and then those same clients have followed me to the gym so yeah cool that's one positive <laughs> yeah well i did like i had a couple start up uh one still with me um jody was one of the oh, yeah? park cool. clients uh but Others, as soon as I moved from the uh, location I was at, they're like, oh, too far. Oh, we can't just walk down the park and train anymore. Yeah. And that that's cool. You know, like if that's your out, cool. Whatever yeah. works for you, you know. Um, obviously, with an announcement like the restrictions, there's a million things that runs through your head. Mm. Can you remember like any thought patterns or thought processes of like, what the fuck are we going to do? I was like... Fuck, Matt's going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> He's going to hate this. Yeah. Um, it was just unknown, eh? Like, yeah, like, I'm not someone that really watches the news that much. So I think 
the one night I actually watched it and was like, we're all fucked. Sc- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, everyone's so negative. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, like similar to what I answered earlier, like I was a bit ignorant probably and I was like, I'm always like, oh, it'll be right kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I, I don't think I really hit me until I was like closed up the gym and closed the door for the last time. I was like, we're going to the park for yeah. who knows how long. Filming that video at Aspley going, hey, we're, yeah. we're closed, guys. Yeah, yeah. That's when I was like, okay, this is this is real. Let's um, let's adapt and yeah. Yeah. When when we uh, move back inside, in let's go back to like the two studios. When we move back inside, yep. we essentially, and I mentioned before, we're, we're still rebuilding as a lot of businesses are. Um, what was it like moving back in? Was it hard to kind of get going again? motivation-wise um, for you and the clients, that is? Yeah, definitely. It was a little bit hard, I think, because um, there was still that kind of air of unknown. Mm. You still didn't know really you know, how long it was going to be, whether it was going to come again, whether we you know, had to close up and you know, there's still, yeah, that unknown. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, like I said earlier, like it was, it was awesome to just be back in a gym and have access to everything and, you know, not be out in the weather and um yeah but to be honest like it, it to, like you probably know as well like the the space is important but i think the relationship with your client is just important and for me it was kind of a really easy transition because yeah everyone was like oh cool you know no worries i'm back in the gym sweet yeah see you for our same old session monday morning like well i know how long i've been doing it for and i've been seeing some of my clients for that length and even me saying, hey, uh, we're going to be moving outside. Like, did you want to still... Yeah, yeah. Like, there was still the me being like, Fuck, are people going to come? Yeah. Is this people's chance to go, no, we're totally. done? Yeah. Yeah, I was a bit scared telling everyone about moving. And, and then I was shocked that everyone was like, yep, yeah, sweet. See you at the park. Yeah. And vice versa, coming back to the gym. Like, no one no one was affected. And I think that that's a testament to our clients. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's leave that COVID shit yep. there for a sec. Um, we've moved, we're in a new space coming into that new facility. I'm assuming there's like, I know I felt it. There's, there's a bit of a hangover feeling. You've just been, your brain's been completely fried from the state of the world. Uni moving for me, it was finding new gym, thinking about business. How's it all going to work? Setting up, operating, boom, boom, boom. And then once you're in, you're like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. now I've actually got to do my job. Yeah. What was like? What was the mindset when you first like we first got in there and we started working? Um, it was very much what you nailed earlier. It was just, just keep rolling and like it was like a day to day. Who have I got today? What clients have I got? Okay, you know what uni do I have to do? All right, and and I think being in the new place, like just the um the kid in me was just so excited and i was like yeah this is sick you know finally we've got we've got this massive gym we can operate it Mm. how we want and i was just yeah i was super excited um and every i like every new client that came in the door or sorry every client that came for the first time i I could see that they were excited exactly and it was like yeah it was it was a super positive thing those first few weeks and i think it was kind of what we needed in a way Mm. like i would you know, it was it was a new change that was perfect timing. And it yeah. was 
Um, but yeah, I, there was that hangover feeling and it was like, shit, this is a massive thing that we're about to embark on. Yeah. Do I have the energy to, to do it? And yeah, and we, we just made it, made it work. And, um, it was, it kind of, I think the first week or two was a bit awkward, but then yeah. it seemed, it honestly felt like it was just. We had to learn the space. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Where, um, st- where stuff lived. Yeah. Where, where like. We would, you'd worked on your own for three years. I'd worked on my yeah. own for almost six years. Like, who's that guy over there? Yeah, exactly. So now all of a sudden it's doubled the people in the space. And yeah, yeah. It, I know for me, like, because we went in the start of August, first of August, yeah. I think, or third of August, something like that. Um, so I, in my head, I went, right, there's probably not enough time in the year to get in, let people know we're here do some fancy like challenge or whatever like there's just not enough time yeah so for me it was like right let's focus on the sessions that we've got each week yeah and that's what i know i've been doing yeah like i'm sure you'd be the same it's like cool we're gonna do good sessions with every single person yeah and like we do little things along the way movember is a great example um working with chew nutrition is another example or little in-house fitness things that we ran like that was like the extent of like external business ideas yeah. Yeah. because it was like, right, let's get in. Now we kind of know where we sit. Yeah. As for 2021 is going to come in and it's like, cool. Now we've got a full year momentum to have yeah. a crack at, you know, the year essentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is all the questions that I have kind of out of the way and awesome. all the discussion I have out of the way. Yeah. Um, you got anything you want to throw on before we go hat? Um, I just did remember something really funny. <laughs> it actually the weirdest thing happened. So the day you got the keys for the new gym was the same day we moved into the house, the exact same day. Yeah, that's right. So bizarre. Like, what are the odds? Meant to be, mate. So weird. That was a big. That's right, because you, I picked the keys up and I was like, "Yo, we're here. Yeah, come like we're gonna film a video saying, hey, check out our new space.' Yeah." And then I'm pretty sure you'd either just been to pick the keys up for the house yeah. or you were going to. I think it was like a Friday or something. Yeah, it was a stupid day. Because yeah. I had to push to get the keys because originally right. the keys were going ha- to have the keys like Monday or Tuesday. And then there was some faffing around and I was like, guys, the quicker we get the keys, the quicker we start moving stuff in. So yeah. we're not going to operate. So we're not going to be operating out of lease, but we want to be able to set up. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a Friday afternoon. Oh, that's right. We've probably just been flooring all week, putting that crappy rubber floor down. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So anyone who wants to set up a gym, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> the most expensive thing will be your flooring and the least enjoyable thing will also be the flooring. Trying to line it all up because there's no perfectly square room, number one. They're heavy and awkward. I reckon the turf was worse. Oh, yeah. AstroTurf, laying 20 square meters of AstroTurf with two people and super adhesive glue that you had to get perfect really heavy too yeah so maybe next time we do it we'll get at least two more people yeah maybe next time <laughs> if there'll be next time if we run a hole through the one we've got <laughs> uh, alright so as I said at the top I've got a hat full of questions um, they're all random I, like, I don't know what's coming there's no prepared answers there'll be cool. a lot of ums and ahs um, Sam and I are going to take turns of picking questions out go first as the guest you can pick the first question mate oh my god oh it's a big one like a kid back hmm. in school okay there's gonna be spelling mistakes everywhere i can feel okay all right this is a good one what has been the most frustrating part about the new space um oh that's easy you no 
<laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> All right, next question. No, easily for me is I know how I want the business to end, end up. I want it done today. So not it not looking like what's in my head yeah. today is easily the most frustrating thing. Like I can see the potential of the space. And I'm one of those people, if I can visualize it, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. I'm also one of those people that wants it done today. Yeah. So every day that it's not how I want it, for long, long term, that like I need, I need to check myself a little bit yeah. and be like, hey, it will happen. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. But easily, yeah, easily um, uh, the frustrating thing for me is going... It's not quite finished. I, yeah, I, I know we're not finished. And yeah. this is why reflection is hard for me because I go, this job's not done. Yeah. So that that's easily, easily, yeah, easily the most frustrating thing. Yeah. Um, what about for yourself? Not enough squat racks. <laughs> we need more squat racks and more dumbbells for those of my clients that are listening you know that squats are my favorite exercise squats and deads every day um, no honestly it's a really hard answer I don't really have one um, it gets pretty hot yeah I wish we had another 10 fans such is life it's fucking summer in yeah, Brisbane mate I'm pretty pathetic I, when, I, when it's hot I, I, I just can't handle it <laughs> yeah, it's funny you're, you're a hot person and I'm a cold frog yeah so like the fans were going on first thing because you're hot and yeah. I'm standing there in jumper. I was like, what? Yeah. And I'm one of those freaks that likes to sweat when I work out as well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's it's funny in the in the tin shed. Um, no, I've just discovered that the cold shower is pretty good. So yeah. When it's too hot, I just jump in there. Yeah, I'm so actually, well, I know it's the start of summer. I'm surprised we haven't showered together. No. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. Just really it's racked that water. Up, yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, that's good if that's a frustrating thing. Yeah, no, honestly. That's positive. That's a, yeah, that's all I got. Excellent. Next question. What do you got? I'll take two. Biggest challenge this year? Oh, I've kind of already touched on it, I guess. Um, it would just be the ju- the juggling act, I think, for me of, um, yeah, everything that happened at once. Mm. It was just a, a short succession of everything happening in a month. and Yeah. Um, Funnily enough, it wouldn't have been COVID. Yeah. That wasn't the hardest thing. I think for me, it was just, yeah, the new house, the new gym, and then uh, a very busy uni mm. workload and just, um, yeah, being able, to do, being able to show up and still do a good job with all those three things. Yeah. That was the, uh, the biggest challenge for me, yeah. I'd say. Sweet. Yeah. How about you? Um, mentally staying on. Yeah. E- e- like well, easily I've said that for the last question too um, there I felt like I had a lot of plates spinning at once I, I didn't have obviously uni or moving house in there but every aspect of the business I felt was a plate spinning and I was like fuck I gotta keep this plate spinning like yeah. you're trying to advertise you're trying to train you're trying to stay on top yeah. of the situation you're trying to you know in the not well, in the back of your mind it's like right when I come back in, what's going on with rent of our places? If we've got landlords mm. that are being pains, like what's going on? What's going on with JobKeeper? Yeah. What does this mean financially? How long can I do this for? What's a be- what's a way we can make things better in this situation? Like, yeah, staying mentally in check and not being overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. That that there was a few times that was tough because you, everyone knows once you start rolling negatively, it's very hard to kick yeah. yourself out of that. Yeah, um, be. Yeah, and I feel like you're someone who likes to have everything like organized. And for sure. So that that unknown would have been so hard. And How do you prepare? Yeah, 
I like to think, I'm always thinking of, okay, but what if this happens? Mm. And there's been ideas that you've thrown around or I've thrown around where we've gone, yeah, cool. And I go, okay, but what about this? Yeah. That's just how my brain works. Yeah. I, I want to be prepared. And then when there's a situation that not even the people giving restrictions know an answer to, how, how do you prepare? Mm. So that's where, I guess, rolling with the punches is yeah. a very hard thing to do. But yeah, that would be my answer. Cool. Next question. What do we got? Okay. Uh, was setting up home gyms ever an option for you? No. I ran one session from home. That's right, you did. And I hated it. <laughs> Why did you hate it? It's too comfortable. Yeah. Like gotcha. in the garage out there, it's we had a squat rack set up. I had a little dumbbell rack and I had a bar. So I had, an, I had heaps to do sessions, but you're in your living environment mm. and it's your clothes could be hanging on the wash, the mm. clothesline behind you and the dogs are jumping at the window and yeah, you know how you look around the gym now and you go, oh, I'd love to have that there or I've got to put that away or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Imagine doing that in your house. Yeah. It, it's I, I, I like that separation. Yeah. I guess it would kind of bridge that gap from, uh, yeah, just casual to professionalism. It For would, sure. It would be hard. And... It, it'll be the, we've seen a couple of people on Instagram, you know who I'm talking about, who'd like will train people outside with mm. no shoes on mm. or thongs on mm. or whatever. And it just like, just in full casual kind of clothes. It's yeah. like, that's great. If you, if that's where your business, you want your business to stay. But if you want to be professional, yeah. fucking look professional. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, what about yourself? Did you ever think of doing sessions from home or did you have the ability to do sessions from home? Um, well, to be honest, my answer is probably yes. I probably did think about it, mm. um, but it was probably more timing that just wouldn't have worked because we were, were moving from the rental place. Yeah. And then it was just, would have been a bit too much going on. Um, and yeah, I kind of, I think it would have been, it would have been a challenge. And, yeah. Um, there's still part, parts of me that think, you know, you know, one day, you know, when I'm a teacher, I might still do some stuff at home and mm. train some people yeah. casually so it's but yeah I think you're right like you'd have to have a, a real separate garage and you'd have to be organised and you'd have to like for me I would have to leave my house to go into like a tightened shed out the back yeah, or something yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But, but even then it's like yeah you're home it'd be hard and it also would it's like it'd be kind of hard to keep it concise like it'd be very easy like oh just you know grab a coffee afterwards exactly upstairs and have a cup of tea like yeah yeah oh arvo sessions on yeah. friday yeah let's have a cup of beers you come know? over whenever you want yeah. exactly yeah and i think you'd end up training more of your friends yeah and they would be more likely to not come yeah it would, would be a more casual for sure yeah uh next question we have how did you manage through lockdown mentally with adapting your work product question um so yeah obviously moving to the park was a variation to how i usually train um just like not having the luxuries like a water cooler and toilet <laughs> electricity yeah and light and you know times when a client would want to start at 5 a.m and it was still dark then and you have your little light on your phone and that's it and yeah mozzies are biting you um but in terms of what I delivered, it probably wasn't that different. Um, service was probably still the same, I'd say. Mm. I don't know, that's my clients think. think <laughs> I've got them coming up next. <laughs> yeah, he sucked. Um, I probably had to be more creative. That's probably the answer. Yeah. yeah. Like it was just 
come up with new things every day and use the the park to to your advantage for sure and the amount of times i had people pushing the prowler up and down the soccer field and mm. lunging 50 meters and then running up the hill like just yeah it was cool for me because it was yeah it was you didn't have the luxury of being able to just oh let's go grab those dumbbells and do some mm. bicep girls it was like right that's that's really pick your brain and think what what else can you do for sure and i was i'm my answer is identical like it was good because it made you get creative. Mm. Like I had people doing dips off my ute. Mm. Uh, people doing rows using my ute as like the bench kind yeah. of thing. Like it just use what's there and, yeah. you know, you don't need all bells and whistles. And that's our studio kind of represents that. There's no real bells and whistles. It's squat, squat racks and weights. 100%. And, and that's, you know, be creative. Yeah, that's always been my mentality. Like you don't need a fancy gym with all the machines because... You can do most things with just, yeah, a barbell and some dumbbells and your body weight. Yeah. Yeah. I think that solidified that when I was in the park. For sure. All right. Next, next one. Next one, we have ooh, another big one. <laughs> You're getting all Jesus. the novels. Okay. What's one thing that most people don't know that really took the wind out of your sails in 2020? Secret, mate. What's this? Hey. Um, <laughs> probably the... Um, the the whole landlord situation yeah that i had like without going into too much detail uh here are the exact details no <laughs> uh the the landlord i had was a solicitor and the lease that for brackenridge and the lease that he drew up was very pro him and i was just excited to have another place so in my naivety threw a signature on it and then he was pretty useless through the whole term that i was there but when it was time to get my bond back he was basically basically threw all these um, costs at me and said, no, you actually owe me this much. And I felt like I'd been taken advantage of, but my naivety led to that. Mm. And then when we, like we, it, had to, it went to mediation and everything and there was talk of court dates and stuff like that. And um, even the mediators like this lease, like, you can you can challenge it because you've got the moral high ground, but unfortunately they've got the black and white yep. um, document that works in their favour, which was shit. And it was yeah, I was it fucking sucked. Like yep. I was so angry, so angry. Yeah, you were. And <laughs> yeah. and like it just. I don't want to be like, oh, after the year that we've had, but mm. like you get to the back end and in my mind, I was like, cool, I'm going to get at least X amount back from that bond. Mm. And then to be told, well, no, actually, we're going to charge you this much more than what you paid. And it's like, fucking excuse me, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, so I was, yeah, I'm still kind of carrying that little chip on my shoulder. Yeah. But yeah, that that's easily. Yeah. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, it's like, yeah, boring answer. Like we, um, like me and my girlfriend moved into a new house together, which, yeah, like there's not that much of a challenge with that. But for me, it was more of a, I think a personal journey this year of like trying to, sounds really pathetic, but like learning how to do shit around the house and yeah. like, you know, like just trying to do stuff and we're trying to do renovations and little things to the house and I've realized like I suck at so much stuff. So for me, it's like trying to relearn how to how to learn how to do things and mm. 
Um, There's nothing wrong with that, bro. Yeah. Like, I fucking don't know how to... I talk to my tradie mates and they're like, yeah, you can just do this, this. And it's yeah. Like, what does that mean? I suck at it. Yeah. And like, yeah, for me, I just... I want to learn things quick and I want to be able to do something. So when I can't do something, I just get so mad. And yeah, I think, I think I'm getting better, but that was definitely a bit of a challenge, just learning how to be a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best way to describe it. Well, I've got your Christmas present sorted. <laughs> All right. If you could change one thing you did in 2020, what would it be and why? Ooh. Um, 2020 happens as is. You could change one thing. What, what would it be? Oof. One thing. That you did. So you can't change COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would I change? Yeah, would have travelled. Yeah. <laughs> travelled more at the start of the year. First two months, just get <laughs> out, yeah. Um, no, nah, that's not really my answer. Jeez, um, that's a tough one. Gotcha. Yeah, you got me stumped there. Probably trying to be a little bit more, um, in a way, creative, I think, sometimes with my training with, with myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about clients, but yeah. um, I think my own training has, this year has been very um, kind of just basic and and um, I think I've, for the first time, hit a bit of a wall with that. And yeah. As you know, I was trying to do like an Olympic weightlifting program yeah. and it was just, yeah, very repetitive and ended up kind of burning my body out a little bit because I was doing the same thing over and over again. And I think for me, um, <clears throat> if I was to change anything, I probably would have done a bit more of a variety in my own training and yep. I couldn't tell you the last time I went for a run. So that's my new thing is to try and just be a bit more holistic and yep. start running again and um, yeah, not getting too focused on one one particular training instead trying to do a bit of everything because for me yeah. that's, that's something I've always loved so yeah yeah cool how about you um, I would maybe say my mindset yep in the sense that accepting the fact that I can, can only I can only control myself I can't control others yep I can't control what a landlord will say yeah. I can't control what you do i can't control clients that do or don't cancel i can't control covid i can't control yeah like things like accepting that yeah and being a control freak sometimes that's tough yeah but look in my own backyard mm. instead of trying to control all the houses around me is probably mm. yeah yeah just to take that mental load off i think yeah would be my answer yeah 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 i, I support that i think that's yeah, definitely something I've struggled to a lot. My um, my girlfriend was saying that I need to choose my attitude. <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> um, yeah, it sounds really corny, but yeah, it's mm. something I think I need to work on as well. And I think it's yeah, probably something that is harder when it, when life's shit. Well, that's, yeah, you can be a mopey mope, or just yeah. be like, sweet, it's happened. What's next? Yeah, you know, and <laughs> that's a very um, specific way of describing it—a mopey mope. Yeah. Or- Right, how many of these are we doing? Mate, a thousand. We've got Jeez. two hours to kill. No, I'm kidding. All right, this looks like a good one. Let's say 2020 was to happen again next year. COVID and all, what would you change about how you attacked it? It's kind of a similar question. Similar question. Accept it. Accept it? Yeah. Accept it. Yeah. And be like, okay, this is life now. And not question things. Mm-hmm. Not look to the end of, 
you know, oh, I'm looking forward to lockdown ending or looking forward to being in the new space or yep. looking forward to the year ending. Accept it. Worry about that day. Yep. That'd yep. be my answer. 100%. Yeah, I'd, I'd say the same thing. Yep. Yep, try not, to, um, try not to let it hinder us or be negative about it because, um, yeah, I think, yeah, like we said, everyone was affected, so there's no point letting it stop you. Mm. <clears throat> Punch into this next question. Ah, good one. Big one. Since moving to our new facility, have you walked in and taken a moment to think about where you started from? Oh, yeah. I was actually going to... I was writing something along those lines, but I forgot. Um, yeah, I definitely did the other day, actually, which is really weird. Because I... Yeah, I kind of just had a, a day where I walked in and I just I was thinking about stuff and thought about where, where it all started. And I think because I remembered training a client from when I first ever started and they actually happened to still train with me, Steve-O. Um, and yeah, that would have been five or six years ago, I think. Yeah. I first started training and yeah, I think um, he reminded me that like yeah when I started I, I was very nervous and you know I, I wasn't a very confident person or a yeah. trainer and um and yeah whatever I did obviously it worked and he's still training with me but yeah it made me really think um how far I've come yeah. as a trainer and as a person since six years ago working at HealthWorks and yeah I think yeah the challenge of having to manage your own clientele and your studio and everything that's happened this year is mm. obviously helps you develop and yeah, that was probably probably something I thought about the other day. Yeah. How about you? Um, I got a couple of different answers. Uh, so when I first started, pre-Back Yourself Fitness, when I first started, I, I purposely took a photo or have a photo of my schedule from when I first started mm. as a PT. And there was two PT sessions on it. So mm. hello to Alex oh, yeah. Alex and Kel, uh, <laughs> the Hydes. How are you doing? Um, and I, I kind of look at that photo every now and again to keep myself in check. Like we can... We can get down. Or I can get down at the moment if like I've only got forty-five sessions this week. Yeah, it's like, mate, you started with two a week. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. So, in that sense, like from a session perspective, yes, and from a business perspective, yes and no. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a firm believer of jobs not done. Yeah, jobs not done. Jo- like I still got a lot of work to do. Yeah, but I'll look at photos from the first challenge that I ran in. 2015 like that I ran by myself yeah. doing measurements by myself doing the whole and like and looking at photos from the breakup of that mm. it's like, oh, that's how many it. people did you have that uh, just shy of 20 yeah nice um, that's a lifetime ago I was like holy shit yeah. like it's funny it seems like it was just such a local knock around kind of thing and now yeah. we've kind of grown and evolved into we're a part of the community and mm. with two trainers there's two client bases so how have you trained as a sorry, how have you changed your training as such or how have you operated as a PT differently? Oh, when I first started, I wanted to train everyone how I wanted to be trained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I've I've learnt to listen. <laughs> Doing like heavy freaking squats and just squat for fitness <laughs> out the out the like real hard fitness yeah, stuff. And thousand meter row. Exactly. And now I listen to people and you watch how they work and I kind of take that in. Or if they go Oh, I'm just tight today. Mm. And you go, cool, let's do some heavy squat. No, you like you go, yeah. all right, let's chill. I'm going to rub off what I got on the board. Yeah. And we're going to work to how you feel today. Yeah, 100%. And each session you got to learn. Mm. Like all these people that go, 
I'm a strength trainer or if you don't like the way that I train, um, maybe I'm not for you. Mm. I was like, well, fucking check yourself, mate. Yeah. Like, You're closing your doors to a lot of people. If you e- do that. Exactly. Like, As a PT, I feel like I'm more empathetic mm. to fitness ability, mental ability and stability, yeah. and then just day-to-day how people are feeling, you know? Yeah. And I, I'd like to think I'm at a point where clients can tell me how they feel honestly and i go mm. okay it's not like they're not going to be judged i go cool that's fine like yeah you're allowed to feel like shit yeah yeah your body's allowed to be sore you're allowed to feel lethargic yeah it's the people that go not coming in today yeah it's like come on now like at least come in for a stretch yeah that i, I always see people's potentials and i said this to you like i, I don't know any of my clients age because mm. i don't i don't care mm. i see their potential what they're capable of and their ability yeah and when people sell themselves short, yeah, that's when I get frustrated. Mm. It's like, come on now, like there's so many things that we could do yeah. that aren't going to mentally kill you, aren't going to physically kill you, yeah, you know, or you can learn. But that's yeah, yeah that's for, like, from training my changing my training ways, yeah, adapting every half hour is now different, yeah, it needs to be. That's a really good point. I think you're like, I think it's a good way to show your level as a trainer and how, you know, whether you have the ability to adapt and when shit hits the fan or someone, yeah, rocks up with an injury, can you change a session or... Yeah. Um, like I've been doing something a little bit more in the last few months which involves multiple people coming in and so have you and, you know, small group stuff and, you know, being able to modify the session for someone but, you know, progress it for someone else and, you know, being able to chop and change based on how well you know the client. And I think that's mm. a good you know, judge of your ability as a trainer. And I think for me as well, like if I was going to answer that, it's a similar question. Like I think the way I've probably developed the most is my relationship with clients. And I think having a good relationship obviously is the most important thing. That's how I see it. Um, and I think that means more to me now than how their bench press looks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah cool they're, they're doing a bench press but hey what you know do we have a relationship uh, you know are you motivated are mm. you eating well you know are you willing to put in the work and yeah i think that's been a big thing for me this year yeah going back to i just thought of something going back to your question of taking time and reflect there, there's a couple of times when it's like a, one of us has a group on and i just see the bodies in the gym like there was a Tuesday night that I remember where it's like I was running a group and they had like 10, 12 people and you were running a smaller group and I had like four or five, six, whatever it was. And I took a step back just to watch mm. and it's like, holy fuck, there's almost 20 people in this gym. Yeah. And like at Aspley, you can get a max of two people in there. Mm. At Bracken Ridge, I was like, if I had eight people turn up, people were shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. So from a reflection point of view, definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. All right, we'll go... Two more questions. A, hopefully they're good ones. Ah, it is a good one. Advice you wish you were given when you started as a PT? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sam Pong question. <laughs> um, all right. Mine would have to be... Be a good person good person (laughs) no i think be a good yeah like have a good relationship be a nice person be friendly and 
don't be, um, you know, don't choose your clients. And yeah. Similar to what you said earlier, like, and I think I, I was probably in the same vein. I wanted to train people how I trained. And, you know, I think when you think like that, you kind of target a particular person. And as you know, I love training young people and youth development, all that kind of stuff. So I think for me, when I was really starting off as a PT, that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted mm. to train fit young people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bench press 100 kilos. Really like, committed athletes, yeah. <laughs> that, like really easy to do moves and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you soon realize that's you know, very, you know, 5% of your clients are those people. So yeah. I think advice for me would be treat everyone the same and, you know, go into every session with the same energy as if it was yourself or you were training the fittest person in the world, you know, like, yeah. um, and you know i think that half an hour whatever the client is there with you you know that's a massive commitment for them to get to you so i think you can easily slip into that attitude of you know feeling sorry for yourself because you've had a hard week or you're tired and you don't want to be training but you know the client is coming to you they're the one that's putting in the work yeah you need to do everything you can for that half an hour to give them a good session and to make them feel good yeah yeah, that, that would be my advice, I'd say. And, and enjoy the process because it's, it, it, um, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. As my dog goes mental outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get those beds. Yeah. Um, cool, man. Good answer. Yeah, thanks. What do you got? Um, what was the question? Oh, advice. Uh, advice I wish I was given, I don't know. Advice I wish I, would, I could give to myself would be um, time away from the business is just as important as time on or in the business. Yeah, that's a good one. Down, like sleep, just getting a good night's sleep or making sure there's enough fuel in the system or, yeah. okay, if you don't get to mow the yard, go to the shops, <laughs> do the washing, train clients, but if you don't do it all in one day, you can just do it tomorrow. Yeah. Like being able to not overbook myself mentally. Yeah is a big thing but yeah it, like and it would sound stupid at the start when I've got two sessions but being able to mentally take your own time yeah cool yeah that'd be my answer yeah um, last question Sweet. make it a good one you watch it'll be a shit one yeah. what did you have for breakfast this morning <laughs> what has 2020 taught you it is a good one yeah it's a pretty good one um, sounds simple but it's a complex one what has 2020 taught me? A couple of things. Um, I'll get the negative one out of the way. General population can turn into assholes at the, at the drop of a hat. Straight, like straight up. Yeah. You, you, you go to the shops and everyone's a freak. Mm. Stockpiling toilet paper because yeah. toilet paper will stop you from coronavirus. Um, you turn the news on and it's negative, negative, negative or someone's doing something stupid or whatever. You go on Facebook and it's just negative, negative, negative. Mm-hmm. Selfish, 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 selfish. Yeah. So that was one thing that negatively jumped out to me. Yeah. Um, 2020 has taught me that uh, it like highlighted strong friendships and relationships that I had. Yeah. There's a couple of phone calls that I can um, recall of... Uh, me checking in on friends and them checking in on me and we're just having like a 20 minute chat Yeah. and like we just didn't like <laughs> it's not something we would do Yeah. but 
you learn to appreciate like I've got a much greater respect and appreciation for those relationships mm. um, and they're not people that I see every week like mm. I'll see them every few weeks maybe um, so uh, really appreciating certain relationships definitely yeah um, from a business perspective you just got to roll with it mm. you're going to have ideas that are going to be shit or you think are great and they're going to fall on their face. Yeah. Or a small idea that you think is nothing will actually turn into a great thing. Like mm. just rolling with the punches. Yeah. Being, being prepared, but you can, you can look forward, but you've got to worry about today as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably a positive and negative and a, and a business one. I yeah, yeah, cool. What do you got? Do I have to do the same format? Oh, no, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was just thinking out loud. <laughs> I think uh, more of a personal one for me, something I've learned is just to, um, yeah, similar to yours, appreciate my friendships and, um, yeah, really cherish the mates I have and um, being myself, I think, as as well and Mm. realizing, I think, because, yeah, like I'm at the age and you were probably at the age a few years ago where... What are you trying to say? You're old, (laughs) Every one of my mates from school, like everyone's kind of off on their own career now and you yeah. start to realize who you, your real friends are. Um, and yeah, I think I think I've realized like I've obviously still got a lot of mates, but you know, you don't, your mates don't care, you know, like yeah. you can be yourself and have a chat for 20 minutes on the phone and, mm. you know, go and have dinner and, you know, just catch up casually. Then, you know, for me, that's my, that, they're my mates, those blokes that i can just hang out with and it's it's easy and Mm. um you know and they don't they don't judge you they don't care so for me it's yeah probably just cherishing those those friendships and um making an effort a lot and yeah um not getting too stressed out with with work or uni and trying to enjoy the the funner things in life Mm. Um, you know sorry just interrupt that's the first time we've said the word stress or stressed oh really in the past hour (laughs) wow yeah there, there you, you go. go. Yeah, um, sorry. No, that's it. And then I guess business-wise for me, oh, what have I learnt? Um, I think it's, um, for me, probably because I've got two years left as a PT, I think I just want to enjoy it. Um, and for me, having good relationships with my clients um, and having fun, with the job is probably the most important thing and I think that's something that has changed a lot with me I used to always be so strict on you know this person's got to do this and you know programming and like you kind of get too carried away with focusing on the job and you forget to actually train someone and be a human and have fun and have compassion and build some friendships and you know I think that for me is something I've realized this year that you know I do love doing this job um and yeah, I want to do it the best I can for the next two years mm. and have fun with it. So yeah, cool. Um, yeah, sweet, cool, mate. We done, sweet as. Another podcast is in the books. Um, you're about to hear a recorded outro. Um, before that, uh, Sambo, it's been a pleasure this year, mate. Thanks, mate. It's been, it's been a pleasure having someone to bounce ideas off that relates directly to my business. Who is involved in the business? has been a fucking luxury yeah. because mentally if I was attacking it all by myself 
I would just think that my opinion is correct. Yeah. So it's it's good to have a sounding board. And even now in the new space, like just having the ability to talk shit with someone. Yeah. But then at the same time, be able to talk, hey, what was that exercise you were just doing? Yeah. Or yeah. what have you got on the Savo? And then like, there's just that communication. Like, as I said, worked by myself for the past six years. So it's definitely a change of pace. Yeah. Um, it has been a positive year. Yeah, it has been. Like, yeah. considering where we were 12 months ago to where we are now. Yeah. It's, it's been pretty hectic and it's fair to say that without our clients, and you, you will echo this, without our clients, we would be nowhere. So, so every single person that has done a session with us in 2020, doesn't Thank matter you. if it's one session or every week, we fucking appreciate it. You guys are the MVPs. Without a doubt. <laughs> like without you guys, there wouldn't be no back yourself fitness and I don't know what we'd be doing. Yeah. So clients, thank you. Thank you very much. Sam, thank you. It's been a pleasure. 2021, you guys got no idea what's coming. It's going to be our biggest year yet. I'm scared. <laughs> Until the next episode, everyone. See you next year. And that brings us to the end of 2020 for the Back Yourself podcast uh, i hope you've enjoyed every episode that we've ripped out thank you to everyone who's listened thank you to all the guests that have come on the back yourself podcast um i know it was self-indulgent finishing with myself and sam uh decompressing for the year but it was a good way for us um to get our thoughts and feelings out there about a couple of things um we will be back in 2021 that's for sure uh i'm gonna have a little break from the podcast regenerate rejuvenate um reset new guests next year new topics next year if there's any guests you would like to see on the podcast or you're interested yourself let me know if there's any topics you want me to touch on let me know whatever it is that you're doing or this holiday break especially 2020 who knows what 2021 is going to bring just back yourself guys just bloody back yourself we'll see you in 2021